Here we are now, with another episode of the Andrew Lake Podcast. If you are a regular listener of the Andrew Lake Podcast, please share your favourite episode, as this will help me find my audience. It will help to find the people who are ready to hear what we are talking about here. And today, I'd like to talk about emphasis. How much emphasis can you make? Do you know what emphasis is? Can I emphasize (laughs) what emphasis is? There's something in this. There's something very interesting and we could say very important to be understood about this. And if you can understand this... You can really break open into deeper understandings very quickly via being able to identify how people make an emphasis in how they talk or write and what they are putting an emphasis on. So we're looking at the mechanics of speech for the way of, as a way of understanding the message that is being communicated via speech and also written word. Now imagine just your sort of ABC conversation. You're sitting with someone at the cafe or in the lounge room or wherever, and you're talking back and forth. Now, throughout the conversation, there are going to be ups and downs. There are going to be inflections. There are going to be certain interesting things or boring things and Well, you're going to get to know a little bit more about the person and yourself as you sit there and talk to them. Now, one of the things within this conversation will be the thing that they emphasize on or something will come up and they'll really put an emphasis on it. And this emphasis, it reveals a lot about what they believe. It reveals a lot about what they are saying to themselves. It reveals a lot about how they see the world. And there's really only so much emphasis you can make. This is the trick. This is the thing. And you can sit there and you can really sort of... Well, I guess there are many, there are many different ways in, people, in which people do this. And this is what I want to look at. This is what I want you to understand. It's... Sort of like in the ABC sense of the word, they, they insist upon you. They really want you to understand. They are really trying. Very, it's, it's almost like a struggle. Like, I really need you to understand this. I really need you to agree. Like, do you, do you agree with me? Do you agree with me? Do you, see, do you see what I'm saying? And they're sort of looking for a reinforcement, looking for the... The, the feedback from you that you do understand what they're saying. They want to see what they, well, what they really want to see is that it means as much to you as it does to them. When someone's making an emphasis, they're trying to convey something of importance and succeed in allowing you to experience that importantness. I want to see that you've adopted how important that is. Emotionally, experientially, 
as well as psychologically. And it could be that you say, yes, I understand what you're saying and I agree with what you're saying, but I feel differently about it. And you might think that or you might have that within you without even thinking it, and yet that's what the point of emphasis is. And that would be the, well, that would be like a sort of, wouldn't be like a slap in the face, but it would be a funny sort of point of where overlap of understanding and misoverlap applies. It's, it's, sort of this, it's sort of this mysterious boundary between two understandings coming together. Because you have your understanding and I have my understanding. And the point of emphasis is where I really want those two understandings to merge and to be the same. It's where I want you to know exactly what I've known and for you to feel exactly what I've felt in relation to whatever it is that we're talking about. And that point occurs in every conversation to more or less degrees, depending on the sort of vividness or the excitement to the conversation and it also depends on the nature of what you're talking about and the people who are involved so there are many inflections to making an emphasis sometimes emphasizing something is well it can actually also come from a place of anger it can come from a place of frustration and that can be that well They have these things within them and they feel isolated. They feel that they need them to be validated for other people to believe. Or they become validated by other people believing them or agreeing with them. Almost like the old thing, the more people agree with you, well, they must be right, right? Isn't that right? Isn't it? The more people agree, well, the more it should be correct. Which is why certain things, when expressed and emphasized, are actually done so out of loneliness and frustration and even anger. So that's one side of making an emphasis. There's also a certain amount of determination in certain people to convey a message. And that is how powerful the experience is for themselves of what it is they're talking about to them personally. Which means that the person feels very strongly about what they're trying to convey. They have a very deep connection with what they are saying and what it is that they're trying to communicate. And in many ways, well, that's the essence of meaning. That's the essence of a personal communication. And that's why emphasis, well, it's so important. That's why emphasis is really... It's not exactly the subtle passion. It's not exactly a subtle passion. It's something else. It's sort of like the passing conversational version of passion. Now, if we say something is your passion, well, that's something that is 
I hope. <laughs> I hope it's something that is obvious to you, something that is clear to you. But an emphasis is really just how conversation manifests itself and unfolds and allows for a moment of that passion to come through. So more emphasis often means, well, more passion. And passion is one of the keys to aliveness. It's one of the keys to feeling deeply. It's one of the keys to really having an excitement or a realness or a depth to feelings or a real deep connection with whatever it is that is being communicated. And then there's also techniques. So speech techniques, writing, speaking, communication in general, languages, language construction, cognitive structures, they're all they're all full of these things which are designed to cause a certain effect. So you can actually learn how to make an emphasis in multiple different ways. You can actually reverse engineer the structure of emphasis. And that's what a good speaker is. That's what a good writer is. And that's the difference between, well, the two guys down at the pub sort of having their, you know, friendly argument and saying, oh, no, I believe this. No, I believe this. No, it's actually this. No, you've really got to believe this. Oh, this is really important. And you sort of think after a while, oh, this conversation is boring. And also on the other side, the difference between that and, well, the writer who can make an effect in you and it wouldn't even sound like an emphasis. It wouldn't sound like at all anything like the people down at the pub having a lively conversation. It would have something subtle to it and you wouldn't even know that it's happening. You'd say, whoa, isn't that an amazing thing that they've said? Whoa, isn't it a powerful idea which this writer is giving us? And you've received the message. You've received what it is that was being communicated to you through this use of emphasis. And in this sort of world or where we sort of sit at the moment in this conversation, the, te the technique, like you wouldn't call writing techniques techniques of emphasis. No, you'd, you'd speak more broadly or you'd think about it more broadly as in writing and speaking is a matter of causing an effect. And emphasis is just one of those things. Or an emotional emphasis or a emphasis in tone or a sort of emphasis in how they write is one part of many other things. And really what I'm talking about here is turning that on its head and saying, well, emphasis can be what we call anything that causes an effect within someone via communication. And that's important to understand because all communication is a message of something that needs to be conveyed, something that wants to be conveyed for a reason. There's a reason behind everything. There's a depth behind everything. And if you're listening or you're reading, 
your number one priority is to get the message. That might sound strange. That might sound outlandish. It might sound too obvious. But I'm here to emphasize that it's not too obvious. It's something very important to keep in mind. The whole point of listening is to get the message. The whole point of communication is to commune. Do you know what communion is? They have this in religious traditions. There are ceremonies called communion. It means you're eating with someone. You're being in the presence of someone with a solemn severity, with a solemnness. With a kind of openness, with a kind of sincerity. And that's what communion is. And it is quite rare that, well, you get the message and it's something that you're grateful for. Because there are a lot of messages out there. And we can separate well, what it means to make an emphasis and also the importance of a message. And those people with a powerful message, with something that is actually important to have communicated, well, they have something powerful in their emphasis. And that's where you find things that are meaningful. That's where you find the messages that are profound. That's where you find the messages that you're really grateful for having heard. And those things are rare. Those things are hard to come by. Because they're not common. They're subtle. They do require a certain amount of intelligence. And there's so much more that isn't those things. And if you look at emphasis in the mainstream, well, now we have a saturated market of information. Our cultures are saturated with advertising. And look at how things are emphasized in advertising. Look at how advertising works. That's the epitome of emphasis. It's a loud voice. They're shouting at you. Buy now. Special is on now. This really works. This is amazing. It's almost like they're really giving everything they can to emphasize this thing. And what is this thing? Well, it's a product. Something you need to buy. And there's so much in marketing that goes into causing the most incredible impact, the most powerful emphasis on things that are shallow, things that are pointless, things that are meaningless, things that you look back and you think, well, why on earth was I involved in that at all? What a waste of time. And in this saturated market, for both advertising and information, 
Well, gimmicks reign. The gimmick of the short attention span is what gets the most attention. The gimmick of something that can make a quick, easy impact. Something that can make an emphasis on something which is easy to understand and you've got it. You've got the message. And so much of what is in the mainstream is is quite empty. It's quite hollow. And maybe that's news to you. Maybe it's not. Maybe you know this intuitively. And I'm here to tell you that, well, now you can learn to navigate around those things because you know the difference between making an emphasis and having a message to share. And it's perfectly possible for things to have a massive emphasis on messages that are hollow. And it's quite common that the messages that are the ones you really want to hear are subtle. They're isolated. They're not in the mainstream. And there is so much also in just the use of words and what words have become to mean in this mainstream culture that we have today. And it can seem that words are tainted. It can seem that, well, these entities which are trying to make a message get across with overt, blatant emphasis have taken certain words and, well, they've sort of ruined them. And that's why it's so confusing because on the surface or at first glance, it might seem that, well, there's such good things in these products. And that's exactly how they want you to feel. They're appealing to your goodness, your good nature. And you'll see words, words like beauty, words like love, phrases like human connection, words like honesty. Now, who doesn't like those things? Who wouldn't put those as high values? Who wouldn't want to put an emphasis on beauty, love, human connection, and honesty? You must be a fool to not see the value in those. You must be a fool to not see that it's okay to put an emphasis on those things. And yet, the real message behind those words, the real thing that's being attempted at communication has nothing to do with beauty, love, human connection, or honesty. And we sort of take a moment, only every now and then, to scratch our heads and wonder, why is it that honesty doesn't seem quite right to talk about? Why does it seem shallow? Why does it seem cheesy? Of course, I want to be honest. I'd like to tell you that I'm honest. I'd love for you to know that I'm honest. And yet there's so much 
tied up, so much junk tied up in that word honesty, that I can't even use it to convey that to you. I can't even use that word to convey whatever it is the message that I'm trying to convey to you. Because if I say that I'm honest, you could take it the wrong way. If I say that I'm honest, I'm aligning myself with all those other things that have used that word, and I don't want to be like them. And that, in fact, is what I'm doing here, is I'm trying to break down these words. I'm trying to reclaim these words. And so much emphasis is made out of desperation. It's made as a struggle. It's almost like we need to emphasize something so that we can't admit, or because we can't admit that there's an actual turbulence within. Don't say what is actually happening, because what's actually happening is quite distressful. Save face. Everything is completely normal. Everything is under control. There's no need to get so serious. There's no need to make such an emphasis. You don't need to emphasize anything. Because everything's understood. Everything's clear. We don't want that drama. And that is an attitude of a subtle struggle. It's an attitude of a subtle desperation. And other times, making an emphasis is more like talking at someone rather than talking to someone. Or even talking with someone. And we know what it's like to be talked at, to be spoken at. At some point in life, invariably, we've run into the conversation where it's a one-sided conversation. And that is, well, in many ways, a subtle desperation. It's too much of an emphasis without any connection. There's no overlay of understanding at all. And I endeavor not to speak at you. I endeavor to speak with you. And when I thought about all this, when I was thinking about all this, I was wondering, well, what is the real essence of making an emphasis? And I thought, well, essentially, it comes down to empowering people to be able to speak their truth. And that means validating the things that they say, listening very carefully to the things they say, building up the communication that they have, allowing the thing, the message that they are conveying to exist with many words around it, meaningful words, words that are juicy, words that 
are wholesome. So don't be afraid to share your message. Don't be afraid to speak your truth. Don't be afraid to make an emphasis. And it's quite a contradiction because every man and his dog these days has a microphone in his soapbox. There are more people now speaking than ever before. And yet also that causes so much more disharmony, so much more chaos. And creates so much more tension in the overlaps of world perspectives. It creates tangles in the noosphere and the sociosphere. So understand what emphasis means for you. Understand where it comes up. You can also use it as something that reveals what is important to you. Learn some techniques and give it its due justice. And I also have to tell you the message that I have for you. I have to emphasize exactly what it is that I'm saying. And I am angry. I am desperate. I'm furious. Many times I feel defeated. Many times I feel like screaming and kicking and shouting, becoming violent. And that's because of how astonishing the message is that I have to share with you. And so often I walk around it because I feel like it won't be received with the reverence it deserves. I'm afraid it won't be validated in the way that I feel it deserves to be validated. And in many ways, my message is always going to be elusive. It's always going to have an air of magic to it, an air of the distant. And the words that I love to use to convey the message that I have well, I first have to build them again because if they've been ruined. Because my message is of beauty. My message is of love. My net message is of human connection and honesty. And it is something truly rare. And together we can go to the deepest depths of meaning. Together we can discover all the techniques. Together we can find what the common masses and the gimmicks promise but don't deliver. Together we can grow in our understanding, in subtlety, in peace and in ecstasy. And mark my words, when I make an emphasis on something, I mean it.
I mean it right down to my very bones. And it's nothing more but a sheer joy in me that someone would understand that message. It gives me no greater pleasure than to know that the the message has been communicated to someone, that we've been able to share in this communion. And that's all I have to say for now.